The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to possibly one of the best OCD podcasts in the world, according to me. <laughs> um, and welcome to episode 158. I hope that you guys are doing very well. And if you do happen to be struggling with OCD and anxiety, then you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange that free session. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about mental rehearsing. And this is something that's related to um, purely obsessional OCD. It's something that people tend to do uh, to avoid any possible um, difficult situation from happening in the future by mentally rehearsing uh, things beforehand, things that potentially give you anxiety. So we'll be discussing some of the pitfalls about this and how to let go of this really unhelpful compulsion. Um, it would be amazing if you like this podcast, if you could uh, follow and like on Instagram. And also, if you could subscribe to uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that really does help the, the podcast as well. So, as always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And uh, many thanks. So, first off, what actually is mental rehearsing and why is it so problematic? So, Mental rehearsing, as mentioned before, is something that is related to purely obsessional OCD. It's something that people uh, tend to do in order to have some uh, a sense of control about things that are coming up in the future that give them some anxiety. And what people tend to do is they, they tend to uh, worry about any possible uh, scenario or event that could happen uh, at this uh, this future uh, event that's coming up. And what they do is kind of rehash this situation again and again and again in order to try to eliminate any possible negative thing that might happen. And of course, this is basically asking uh, yourself to do the impossible because it doesn't matter how many times you rehash the situation and go over it in your mind. There's always going to be more potential things that could go wrong. And so really what you're doing is you're setting yourself up um, you know, for a lot of misery, a lot of anxiety, and you're perpetuating the OCD because, of course, rehearsing is actually a compulsion. Every time that you rehearse, what you are effectively doing is trying to lower your anxiety about the future. You're trying to reduce uncertainty. And as you know, if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, 
one of the main things that perpetuates OCD is this kind of uh, perfectionist side that so many people have. Uh, if you struggle with OCD, of wanting to eliminate uncertainty, of not being able to tolerate any uh, uncertainty. Now, of course, we definitely can tolerate it and we can learn how to do that. We can teach ourselves how to do that. And that's a big part of the process of of learning to, to overcome OCD and, and doing exposure work. But it's so difficult to do that if you've got into the habit of mentally rehearsing things and, you know, going going over this stuff to try to, to help you to feel less anxious about it. Um, habits are, again, a huge part of OCD. If we want to, to learn to overcome OCD, we've got to look at what are the habits that we keep coming back to because those are the things that are keeping keeping the whole process going. So in order to illustrate this a bit more, I wanted to um, share a kind of personal story about, about me and my OCD experience and, and how I used to use mental rehearsing a lot and how actually that was really keeping me stuck. And one example that straight away comes up into my mind was when I was kind of in my kind of early 20s, I remember one of my cousins was was getting married and I was really looking forward to the occasion, really looking forward to seeing all, the, uh, all of my family and friends and obviously, you know, seeing my cousin getting married. It was, uh, you know, something that um, is important to me. My family is important to me and I really wanted that day to be something that I could enjoy and something that I could remember and have you know, a positive, uh, have positive memories about and generally have a, a positive experience. And as we know, OCD is very good at jumping onto those things that have emotional intensity for us, um, those things that are important to us in some kind of way. And so this event was definitely one of those things. And I wanted to make sure that I, um, that I was going to be well during that day, that OCD wasn't going to come up and ruin that day for me or that nothing bad was going to happen. And so the, the kind of mental rehearsing uh, came in through that angle. It, it knew that this wedding was, was important to me. And so it got me effectively going over the potential situations that could happen in the wedding again and again, looking for the different angles, the different potential things that could go wrong. Um, uh, With me personally, it was also really focused on whether certain aspects of my OCD, you know, might come up during that day that would make it very hard for me to be present and to, to enjoy that experience. Um, you know, sensory motor OCD, for example, was, has been something that I've struggled with for, for many years. And um, that was one thing that kind of kept coming up into my mind. Like, oh, no, what if what if the uh, sensory motor comes up when I'm speaking with people and, I, you know, I look strange, they'll be able to tell. And then my anxiety is going to go up. Perhaps I'll have a panic attack. And literally, this is this is what you do if you're mentally rehearsing. And so, you know, it's very, very painful because obviously every time that you rehearse, you're performing a, a compulsion. So in, in reality, all you're doing is reinforcing the habit of OCD, which sadly 
makes it more likely in that future scenario that you are actually going to get stuck with the things that you're worrying about. You know, whereas if you can actually let this go, the opposite is also true. You know, if we mentally rehearse less, then, you know, we can start to actually uh, feel a lot better. And when, when the actual event comes up, because we haven't spent so much time, you know, worrying about it and being preoccupied about it, you know, actually what tends to happen if we allow ourselves to stay in the present, that it turns out to be absolutely fine anyway. And just as an interesting side note, um, before I get into what we can start doing about mental rehearsing, I just wanted to say that, you know, not all mental rehearsing is bad. You can actually do it in a, in a positive way, you know, where you're mentally uh, rehearsing, seeing yourself being relaxed in these, in these future situations, where using uh, visualization meditation, you're able to, um, you know, picture your, yourself in that situation that you're worried and scared about and really see yourself being confident and calm, perhaps dealing with any problems that do come up in a positive way. And, you know, this is something that can actually really, really help you. So mental rehearsing isn't all bad, but obviously, you know, if you're doing it in a compulsive and negative way in order to push away anxiety, then it is a bad thing. And also something else to mention here is that planning is also a positive thing. But there's a big difference between planning something once and then kind of settling on that plan and being happy with it. Um, or kind of obviously revisiting and going over something uh, again and again and again in order to remove all uncertainty, which is obviously compulsive and is going to lead to more problems. So with that being said, what can we actually do about mental rehearsing? Well, I think, I think here mindfulness skills are incredibly important. Um, you know, if you're able to really come into the present when you notice that you're engaging in mental rehearsing, it's going to really, really help you. And I think there's kind of two, two main ways to do that. If you're on your own when you're catching yourself uh, do this and you're able to do this in a safe way, then I really suggest just stopping what you're doing and rather than continuing with, you know, getting lost in your thoughts and, and this kind of visualization, I'd like you to just stop. And um, if it's safe for you to do so, um, if you're at home alone, for example, I'd like you to just close your eyes for a second and actually pay attention to what you're feeling. Really try to allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling in that moment. Try to notice where you're feeling it in the body and try to pay attention to that and become curious about that feeling. Try to notice if it's more on the left-hand side or the right-hand side of the body. Is it moving at all? Pay attention to anything that you can about it and keep your attention there for a few minutes. And actually what you're doing by, by doing this is you're acknowledging the experience of, of having a, a difficult emotion and you're choosing to pay attention to it rather than trying to get rid of it by performing a compulsion. And this is obviously something that is going to help you massively in the long run if you can get into a habit of doing that. Now, obviously, um, sometimes you're not going to be able to just close your eyes and pay attention to a feeling on the inside. 
depending where you are and what you're doing. You might have to do that with your eyes open. Just become aware of what you're feeling. Or if, you, um, if you're in a kind of social situation when this is coming up or, you know, if you're uh, driving, for example, and obviously in, in that situation, you know, you need to be paying attention to, to what you're doing uh, in order to be safe then I really recommend tuning into the present moment, really trying to come more into your senses. Try to become aware of what's going on around you. Can you notice anything more about the people or the things uh, in front of you? You can also try asking yourself a simple question, uh, which is really taken directly from acceptance commitment therapy. And that is, what do I value in this situation? Do you value, for example, being stuck in your head, having to go over a compulsion again and again in order to just feel a little, a little bit better? Or do you value, you know, connecting with the people around you? Do you value this creative activity that you could focus on? Do you value, um, you know, really paying attention to your work in that particular moment? These are the things that can really help motivate us to, to come back into the present and, you know, if we can focus on those things, they're going to really help us because they're positive, um, you know, they're going to uh, engage us. And when we practice routinely bringing our attention back to the present, each time that we, we realize we've been distracted by, by mental rehearsing, um, what you're effectively doing is just really helping yourself, you know, to focus on your goals, to focus on your values. And in time, you're kind of retraining your brain to, to accept that uncomfortable feeling. You haven't done anything to try to get rid of the feeling other than gently redirect your attention onto present focused activities. And when we do this, that feeling of anxiety tends to take a bit of a backseat on its own. You know, when you do the opposite, and you mentally rehearse, you're effectively pushing that anxiety away, which is only going to make it worse in the long run. When we do this, we are allowing but choosing to focus on something more positive. And in my experience, over time, this really adds up and can really get you moving in a, in a really good direction, dealing with your OCD much more, uh, much more successfully. So that's it for today, guys. I really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you want to get in touch, uh, you know, do please send me your questions. I'm more than happy to, to answer them. And uh, many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.